welcome back, Clinnies, to um, season one, episode uh, what? Nine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we're not keeping track. Um, I, I am. I have it. Episode nine. Okay. Well, <sighs> what is new in today's planet and world and universe? Girl, I got so many. Um, big one, first one. War is over. Apple has agreed to though? start. No. Well, that's an unfair <laughs> thing to say because we have so many actual real worlds. We're real. Oh my god. Real, real wars. Wars happening right now. But t- the big thing that I've been seeing everywhere is that Apple is agreed to work with Android in regards to texting. I um, wonder why that even matters. It's just been a it's been a humorous battle all these years. It has been hilarious. I've always loved it and hated it. Loved and hated it because I've had mm-hmm. some friends with androids. You know, you got to keep them limited and yes. full of them. <laughs> Sorry, and obviously. you just know that you have to limit your text. Ago. Yeah, exactly. I picked this out long ago. And when my conversation turns, I I've always loved the memes. It's like. You get a cute girl's number at the bar and you text her and then the conversation's green. Nope, I never met her. <laughs> Red flag immediately. Red flag immediately. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, or I love – there's that um, – that I don't know how – well, it's been true for most people that I know. Uh, androids are conservatives and that's just oh. across the board. Uh, and oh. that's true for the people that, that I know. I so uh, I, Oh my gosh, yes. I have yet to see that be a situation where that's not true. <laughs> They're in my life. Yeah, they're either conservative. I'm going to say too much. I'm not. I'm going to stop talking right now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop myself. Well, I mean, how do you think people are going to feel if the war between Android and Apple are over? I I need those text message conversations to still be a different color. Is all I'm going to say because mm-hmm. I need to know who still has an Android. <laughs> they're just going to go from green to purple, like or blue. It's blue. crazy. Yeah, yeah. If they they can stay green, but I think what I heard was that it's going to show like the red receipts and the delivered. Oh, which is okay. huge for me. I don't want to sound be- like a psycho, but I was dating this dude and he did not have mis- obviously Android red flag, red flags. <laughs> but uh, we I had to text him on Snapchat because I need to know what my stuff is delivered. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> that sounds this controlling as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to know what you know. I just no? need to know. I just need to know what I know. Yeah. My ex had an iPhone, thank God. So, you know, the conversation just worked better that way in, in iPhone world. And people who – I Android people I genuinely don't understand because I can't work those phones. You ever hand Android I, person an iPhone and iPhone person an Android? It's hilarious. I, you just can't understand. I well, don't know suddenly what you're doing. a boomer trying to save something as a PDF. Like you got yeah. no clue. It's hilarious. Um, I was Android for a minute, but then I really? came back and I'm like, this is just so much simpler. I can't do all that complicating stuff on I'm an try- Android. See, I was never a Mac per. I'm trying to think back, man. I remember having an iPhone Neo. Do you re- – no, not an iPhone. Why did I say that? iPod. That's how old I am. An iPod mm-hmm. Neo. It was had a little teeny screen and it showed mm-hmm. the uh, like the picture of the song you were playing. That's how yeah. I go back. But I think my first iPhone – was in grad school, which feels, God, how long ago was that? I was old, like less than 10 years ago. So I haven't been iPhone forever, but they used mm. to be crazy money. And like, yes, it was like, yeah. that's how I think it started. It was, it was like rich kids had iPhones and then they yeah. slowly started to get like, pay a dollar when you sign a contract thing. Mm. And I think that's how I got mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Making payments. 
Well, no, I, I, when I first got mine, you didn't have to make payments. It was like you signed, you know, like the Verizon, oh. I always have Verizon. So it would be like sign a new, because you would, every year was a new contract. That's how it used to work. Sign a new contract with a phone and get a new free to upgrade. An That's what it was. You'd mm-hmm. upgrade to a phone. And now mm-hmm. them phones are like, what? A thousand dollars? Yeah. But people still buy them because well, they're popular. It's just 20 bucks a month or $25. Yeah. yeah. I do. I think I'm paying for my phone right now, actually. We, yeah, all we do is finance everything in our I lives. Just, I mean, it is what that's it is. The only, to be truthful, <laughs> that's the only thing I do. I don't have a note on my car or nothing. It's got duct yeah. tape on the rear view. So I don't got, I don't, I'm not paying for that car actively. But no. it's if I'll pay for a phone. Don't. <laughs> I'm paying for a phone. I'm paying Priorities. for my new car. So, I mean, I get it. I get That's it. That's a nice we car, though. Who can ever have, I mean, millionaires? Hopefully, this podcast becomes Million- a famous thing and Imagine. we can be millionaires. I'm just millionaires kidding. don't pay for shit either. So, <laughs> in a world of the world we got going on, it's just finance, whatever. Anyway, keep it going. Um, what else? Big things all over TikTok. Uh, Black Friday sales are next next mm-hmm. week. What's today? Sunday. So it's this oh Friday. Oh my gosh! Th- Thanksgiving is th- is Thursday, bro. Yikes! Um, I'm not ready. It's my favorite holiday, so I'm really <laughs> excited. <laughs> it's legit my favorite holiday. Um, you don't have to buy anybody presents. It's so no. great. You all know you what do, I like that cook. Yeah, I Eat. I really love to cook, and I just I hate obviously. The reason we do Thanksgiving, or at least the reason we've all been told since we were children yeah. why we have Thanksgiving, um, the Charlie Brown special and what we what we think we're doing, you know, that uh-huh. one that one first Thanksgiving with the pilgrims and the Native Americans, like that obviously yep. isn't true. But um, what we set, what we do now, I think, is collectively, is most of us just get together and break bread, and just, yeah, I and hang out. Yeah, I I do enjoy that the holiday is at least turned into that, that it's spending time with friends Mm -hmm. and family. Uh, I do a family one. I've done Friendsgiving before. I've spent Thanksgiving at work. Like I've done all the types of Thanksgivings. Um, But now my favorite is going up to my my family. We, me and my sister cook a giant ass meal last year. I think we probably had over 20 people come. Wow. Yeah. We, we break all the bread, all the, all loaves, the breads, all the you bread. buy all the bread. And this year is my <laughs> nephew slash godson's actual birthday oh. on Thanksgiving. Um, he was born two days before Thanksgiving, so this is his first Thanksgiving birthday. Wow! So we have a Marvel Spider Man Thanksgiving. So I it, mean, that I, we're awesome. having a bounce house. It's a birthday party. But the dinner is Thanksgiving. Ooh, <laughs> so ooh, I'm really I, excited. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you great. hear about that thing in Las Vegas? The F one? Yeah. Get into it. <clears throat> well, first of all, it was really ghetto looking. So let's start with there. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> if you see some of the vid- videos on TikTok, it just looks like it was just not uh, meant to be. Yeah, I've been seeing for a while now. How long they've been building this? Because I've been, I feel like for months, I've been seeing people were pissed. They like tore down the trees. They mm-hmm. fucked with the fountains, the gondola yeah. area. It, the Venetian was all messed up. And it's so, just wild. they're trying to add this big old racetrack. So a thousand years ago, a movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone. I am obsessed with that dude as an actor made this movie and I think it was those things those little because they're not they remind me of that thing on Toy Story that little race car on Toy Story it's not like the oh, NAS- yeah. it's not NASCAR they're weird looking they're like the little race the little race cars yeah they're like little hot rods um 
he did a movie like that. And so that's the first I, I did I thought that shit was fake. I thought it was just for a movie. Mm-hmm. And then I see so ten years later, I see all these things. I'm like, oh, people really be doing this? Yeah. I guess it's like a very rich person's um like fan Like pastime. Yeah, yeah, like rich people are big fans. Like so I just I, couldn't get into it. I don't understand why. I don't like, it's like gambling. Either, it's probably though. like a gambling thing. Oh, that's probably true. And if you got the money to burn, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like NASCAR or not that I dislike NASCAR. I just again, I don't it's not for me. I don't get yeah. it. My or brother like is obsessed races. with it. I'm just yeah. not It's just not for me. Yeah. But what I love is the videos of people just talking all the shit and showing yep. like I saw the one security. Security, dude. I tell tell the people about that video, wild. That security guard was – well, the the point was that they didn't want anyone to see over the wall. Like, they didn't want yeah. people to be spectators from the street. can't even stop. You yeah. can't stop walking. And so, like, they're like, this is really high-profile, high, like, private events. And these people are trying like to see what it is. being held in public. <laughs> yeah. Just- and then they're, the security guard's, like, screaming at people and getting into altercations in the street just to get people to keep going. I got to tell you – I'm not a violent person whatsoever, but if somebody in a yellow windbreaker screams <laughs> in my face to keep walking, be like, who? What? Like, what authority are you? Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's just, <laughs> why are you yelling at me? Like, this is all for the people walking on this strip, and they're not obviously, they're like on the sidewalk or whatever. Mm-hmm. From the videos that I've seen, it just looks like everything's under construction. Like, it looks like you ever been on like a down in like a downtown yeah. and you're like under construction? That's what it looks like. So yeah. if I just stopped and I'm like, what's going on over there? Like, and, some yell- and some windbreaker bro start screaming at me. Oh my God. Like it hopefully must I have something super secret if you're screaming <laughs> at me. Yeah, the videos I've seen, it was just like walk. It's like worse than TSA. <laughs> you got a hoodie on, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh okay, my gosh. but yeah. So I have also seen I apparently. A couple of the racers talking and like giving interviews and people saying like, how do you like Las Vegas? The, the, what do you call it? The racetrack. And Mm -hmm. he's like, no, (laughs) just no, just no. (laughs) And I think a pothole flew off or something fucked up someone's Ferrari, something like that. Oh Um, my God. It's great. Well, cause it's, have you ever been to Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah. That's I mean, crazy in there anyway, but not, like, yeah, dang, but the cars strip, are getting messed up. It's a road. Like, it's not <laughs> – it's a street. It's not a racetrack. Why do people – why are you trying to make it be something that it's not? It works well as a street. It's not built and made to be a racetrack. Just accept Swell. your job and your role. That's an interesting lead up until today's topic, which is – Title protection. Love Why it. are you trying to fit in being something that you're not? And let's, that's plain and simple. <clears throat> let's get into it. Let's get in. Let's get into it. And then I think, uh, let's get into it without me. Well, Going without off me. Or what? <laughs> no, without um, <laughs> without me accidentally um, getting people to unsubscribe. So what we're about to talk about is something that I. I'm extremely passionate about, but I think I have a lot of reasons. So I'm going to do my best in this, in the next half an hour to really mm-hmm. explain why I feel so passionate about it. And I think you will too. Yes. Um, and I don't, what's, I don't want to say trigger warning cause that's not it, but like hurt, but hurt feelings warning. And if that mm-hmm. happens, I apologize. It's not too, it, 
my conversations, at least the side that I want to have, is not with the intent to harm anyone's feelings, but with more of an explanation as to why I feel so strongly about this topic. And I agree. I yeah. agree that there's a lot. Um, there's a lot to unpack. Mostly, this is just personal opinion and personal experience. Yeah. And some facts mm-hmm. and supported by that. So please, please, please just give <laughs> us positive feedback or whatever feedback you want to give us, but don't unsubscribe. Yeah, I think this is probably going to be more of a niche uh, topic for, mm-hmm. for people who are working in social services. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So title protection for people mm-hmm. who don't know. Let's talk about it. I have an official definition for what, okay. title, for what title protection for social work means. Social work is a practice-based profession and an academic discipline that promotes social change and development, social cohesion, and the empowerment and liberation of people. Principles of social work or social justice, human rights, collective responsibility, and respect for diversities are central to social work. So that's, sorry, I apologize. That's the definition, Mm -hmm. a good definition for what Mm -hmm. social work is. And so when it comes to title protection, Social worker title protection mandates that a certified social worker has fulfilled certain education, training, and licensing requirements. Let's talk about California because they're the most popular and they have pretty much very similar rules to New York in regards to like the highest, the highest qualifications for licensure for social work. New York is like slightly higher, but it's California and New York are at the top, right? So California does have title protection, but only four. Um, LCSWs, licensed clinical social workers, and ones working towards their associates. So no one is allowed to call themselves a licensed clinical social worker. That title, unless they are, unless they are an LCSW. Licensed. Yes. So that is the only title, the only protected <clears throat> title in regards mm-hmm. to social work. However, if people call themselves a social worker. Or if a job lets you call yourself a social worker or even gives you the job title of social worker, that does not mean that you have the education, which would be a bachelor's in social work or a master's in social work Mm -hmm. or a doctorate in social work. That does not mean you have those jobs because California does not have that title protection. Okay. I know. So, it's, it's heavy. So I have so a the only, Go ahead. Go the ahead. only protected individuals who are working towards licensure are the people, are the only people that are protected under title protection. So like Correct. an associate social worker, you actually yes. have that title because you've met You're the criteria. Yes, you course. filed for BDS paperwork to get yep. yourself started on your clinical hours and then licensed clinical social worker because you tested for it. You completed the hours under that supervision requirement. Correct. And here you are. Correct. Licensure was established in, I'm, we're going to refer specifically to the state of California. Licensure was established in 1967. Okay. So we had title protection yes, since that was- 1967. Well, yes, both of those things are true. Licensure was established then and the title protection. Back then it was, I think back then they called it a restricted title restrictions versus mm. title protection. I think they, they moved that sooner or later. I don't know when they moved that title, but back then it was title restrictions, which some people still call it that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so th- for us, like our title is protected, mm-hmm. but I've, I mean, I don't always just walk around like I'm a licensed social worker. Like I just, I yeah. just call myself a social worker. Um, I've been saying that for, you know, a long time. I I remember in my undergrad in the social work program, 
so I think it was the int- no social work 101 whatever mm-hmm. it is just out baby little social worker in my you know 20 human behavior 101 oh uh, just all of it the, the <laughs> 101s yeah intro to social work 101 yeah uh loved it but that I remember that was when they were that was when professors were like you are now considered a social worker because you are in the social work program and I remember mm-hmm. even then having problems with it and being like but I'm not a social worker I'm not, I'm just because mm. I'm in this class, but I think it was more of like them trying to get you excited and inclusivity. Like, no, you consider yourself a social worker now because you're in the program. And then yeah. when you graduate, you are a officially, social worker. Yeah. Like it was all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gosh, let's just so review the timeline for just a okay. second. Okay. So then 1967, boom, mm-hmm. protected. Next up, 1997, 30 years later. Oh my Okay. Yeah, that was more of the like modern attempt to title protection. I don't want to get too heavy in the dates because 1967. Mm. I mean, we've been doing I'm, social work since 1967. I mean, no, we've been doing. <clears throat> I mean, in, yeah. well, since the beginning of time. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I got that nun tattooed on me. That she been doing. Yeah. She was doing social work in the 1500s. So, um, what? I mean, when was the fucking civil rights movement? 19 act the civil rights act of 1964 so like the reality is even 1967 as a protected Mm. term i have questions on potentially why that was protected Mm. back then because everything in america is racist um so i'm curious on that immediately but i appreciate in our modern day times less you know at least less legally racist um i'm very curious about that but 1997 modern attempt for title protection Mm -hmm. it passed the assembly and senate and then died in conference what does that mean (sighs) modern attempt to i think like what were they trying to do uh, the the word uh get it for social work educations so like social like bsws msws you're a social worker when you get a bachelor's and master's so they were trying to protect or and when they say protect, they were trying to stop um, organizations and private practices from calling themselves social workers or titling their job as a social worker unless you had an education, education. and discipline. Mm-hmm. Correct. So uh, this is where I don't want to get canceled. But the big reason why this died is because of a religious organization referred to as the Church State Council who argued. Mm-hmm. And they did not want the undue influence by the CSWE, which is the Council on Social Work for Education. Uh-huh. They're the ones that like accredit the schools and make sure yeah. they got their shit together. Yeah. The inference during the time, or at least what was kind of like in between the lines, is they did not want an undue influence, meaning like that organization appeared to be more anti-gay and they didn't want the CSWE to have any type of like influence on what a social worker was because there are affiliations and there are churches and um, Mm. religious organizations, Mm -hmm. religious universities that um, have social work programs. But we know that as a social worker, you have to work with everyone. And Mm -hmm. there's, uh, I think it's wild when people um, even, I hate to be like real social workers, but even, um, (laughs) Even, even uh, I don't even know what to call it, even like BSW and MSWs that I've worked with before that will say things to me like, well, I don't want to work with like 
gay people because that's against my religion. You know, and I'm like, you know what's against my belief system? Uh, raping children. But we still have to work with those people too because you have to, figure, yeah. you know, like there's just – you don't get to pick that one. It's some of the stuff and some of the, the shit that we have to deal with. Like I don't like drug use either. But I still, right. we still have to like help those violence. people. Yeah, like I what? Like, Some I of mean, this there's... shit goes against my morals and beliefs too. Yeah. But I still have to help those people. So that alone to me is just propaganda. You know, like they used because of their agenda that they specifically had. They used it, killed it in the state, in the, um, what was it, in the conference? I don't even know what that fucking means. I'm so oh bad gosh. at government shit. So, I'm like learning so much about my own history. Right. I know. <laughs> Ain't it funny? Ain't it funny? Next, two th- fast forward 2003, which is only six okay. years only six years later. So they okay. were like real quick to get it again. Passed the assembly, stalled in the Senate, and uh, County Welfare Directors Association claimed that the cost to implement such a bill would be too expensive. Didn't have the funding. Oh, okay. So would that translate directly to like social service positions, like social work positions, and they don't want to re- redesign Reclassify. their programs or refund? Yeah. Un- unsure, potentially, um, because everything's at a cost, even if you're going to reclassify yeah. things, you know, you got to have HR people be doing that. Um, the reality of what that means, I'm not sure because it just, mm. it's the County Welfare Directors Association. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. That's at least what they argued, saying that it would be too expensive. Because they were doing good just hiring people who didn't have yeah, social work degrees and calling them social workers. Yeah, this works. Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Let me sit my Okay. Coffee. What happened after that? Five years. Fast forward. 2008. Uh, all right. Let me see. Avoided count. Uh, hold on. What again? Okay. So this one in 2008, av- all right, fuck it. Let's avoid the counties altogether. Focus okay. only on the state employees. And federal programs. Okay. Not federal or just state. It was state. So okay. what that translates to. So only California state workers. Uh, state The state cannot use the term social worker for job classifications unless they hold the BSW, MSW, and DSW. This was specifically a deal struck with the governor. Mm. So that is okay. implemented. So the state itself for state workers has title protection. Okay. Only if you're a state worker. But as we know, California, as big as it is, it's like a whole – it's bigger than mm-hmm. several countries in um, – well, it's bigger in several states, but it's also bigger in several countries in Europe. So we're nearly a country to ourselves. Um, we're a county-run state. Yes. So fast forward yet again. The biggest effort, you could say, 2013. Mm. I'm unsure if I want to – Long sigh. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to name the union. I'm not going to actually – uh, opposed that opposed it huge were the biggest opposer of title protection, and then saying that non-degree using this terminology non-degree social workers would be the biggest affected. What I but what I huh? think oh yeah. So what they're Wait saying? Wait a second. Yeah, I know. Let's get into it. <laughs> One said- of the biggest unions in the state. Opposed it and saying specifically that basically who was in their union would be affected negatively. It was their biggest thing. But 
I think I can see that, but calling them non non-degree, workers, non-degree, non-degree social, social workers. workers, you know, like non those like those non-degree uh-huh. nurses and those non-degree doctors, you know, right. like the. But so that's was the term that they use, non-degree social workers. Uh, and I mm-hmm. think it's what you ever hear that expression, like grandfathered in or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, think back on the training that we've had. And the education. And when we learn things about like um, why we have ICWA, for instance. Mm-hmm. And that's because back in the day, a bunch of non – maybe some of them had education in social work. But probably I would go since even statistically now, most people working for child protective services don't have an MSW or BSW. Mm-hmm. Um, they went out and stole a bunch of Native kids and put them in the government system, mm-hmm. tried to whitewash them and try to, you know, genocide an entire generation of kids. Thus, we had to have ICWA just to have laws that mm-hmm. government workers wouldn't do this anymore. And potentially, in my opinion, would that have happened had they held, had those workers held the core beliefs of social work and the ethics that we're mandated to uphold? Mm-hmm. I mean, in my in my humble and naive opinion, no. But um, that's another thing. So the biggest problem for me when it comes to this is the use of the word non-degree social workers. Uh, you know what? I'm still okay. in the timeline. Hold on. I'll get into that in a second. That was the 2013. 2013. Right? And it was – Denied. Yep. Oh, yeah. Killed. So okay. fast forward to where we are. We have, for anyone listening who wants to follow, I think there's a website. You can do like track, track a thing, track something. Like track uh, your, track a bill? Track a bill, I think is what it's called. Something like that. Um, we have SB. So what is that? What are those letters? Like alpha. So it's like South Bay. SB. <laughs> I, there's a there's like a language of that. I don't, I'm not like Romeo Bravo. Oh, oh Bravo yes. is one of them. I don't know what S is. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, SB seven six six, and that's where we are now. Uh, that I'm going to just read for a second. NASW's California sponsored bill. So the NASW sponsored this bill. A shout out. Okay. Okay. Um, so they're proactive. Yes. Sponsored the bill. Um, mm-hmm. SB 766 social worker title protection has been designated as a two-year bill by the Senate Appropriations Committee. This means the bill has an extra year to pass the legislature before it goes to the governor, Newsom, for his mm-hmm. signature. We got to call him up. While we had hoped this bill would pass out of the legislature this year, we're glad to see the fight continue. Title protection is alive and well, and with efforts, the bill can move forward in January okay. 2024. So they're still advocating for title protection. Absolutely. Because- Do you want to hear something that I found that is? <laughs> what the, where'd that you is, find it? I, f- I fucking researched. I'm not going <laughs> to cite everything, but man, did I research. You want to hear a term that is protected in California? What? Board certified music therapist. <gasps> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. It what? sounds fucking cool, but it does sound very new agey, you know? I like that. It's like I innovative. Do- I know. But the thousand year old term social worker won't be ter- won't be protected don't even get me started on the 36 states that protect the term social worker 36 why is everything so much more difficult to pass in California? Like, I don't understand why we can't get that protected and we have the most population and the most social workers here in California. I think a lot of it has to do with funding. 
Uh, but which is surprising because a lot of counties and states, especially if we're talking – because when people think social work, immediately they're thinking child protective services. Yeah. That's just what they're thinking. The re- But I think it's weird because if you work for CPS and in the state of California mm-hmm. and you're um, a specific type of adoption – you're the adoption social worker, you have to hold an MSW. So they do have restrictions for certain social workers. Titles for certain yeah. positions. Like you can't – approve adoptions unless mm-hmm. you have a master's in social work. And we know why that is. Cultural humility, core ethics. I mean, there's just things that were held. Not that we are, you know, um, volunteering to hold standards to. Mm-hmm. We are obligated by our licensure, by our NASW code of ethics. We are obligated to hold a certain amount of ethics. Yeah. And and values. So for certain, it's like jo- our law as a social worker. It's, it's what, we what call I it. live by. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I. T- you remember I had the code of ethics on my desk. Oh, yeah. You just, were just and that's not it out. I'm, I've had that code of ethics on my desk at jobs where no one else was expected to uphold them, but I busted that shit out. Yeah, because even though you're in a position. You still have a master's in social work, a license in clinical I social work. I still have to abide by the code. Yeah, that's I still have yeah. it. Um, I mean, fucking Florida has title protection. I, I don't get it. I don't get I it. Just, I get, I get the inclusivity, right? Because as we're trained and as social workers in MSW and BSW and further on, that we have to be inclusive of everybody. That's something that I think frustrates me, and I I use this term randomly when I think it's appropriate, because sometimes it's probably not appropriate, is that you can't serve everyone by serving everyone. Yeah. And by it, that, to be an example, would probably be like if every single person felt like they deserved the first dinner plate, now I can't serve anyone because every single person wants to be first, and how do I decide yeah. who's first? So if I can't decide who's first i'm just stalled and then no one eats Mm -hmm. so there does have to some situations like you have to assess and you have to figure out like who's in the most need and then of course you're dealing with who decides who decides who's in the most need so i i I get that it's complex for sure but again even just be questioning that own thing like who's who's in the need why do i get to decide who's in the most need so why do i get to go first why can't they go first yeah i think um Social, there's just, there's a certain amount of social work jobs that we, even me, I just said it, social services, there's a certain amount of jobs that, um, when they refer to people who work there, because a lot of places don't actually have a title or a, your job title is not social worker, yeah. but you may refer to yourself that way or others may refer to you that way. And I think if you do that, if you don't have a social work degree, and if you call yourself a social worker, my first question is, why, number one, mm-hmm. and does that feel good? Do you feel empowered by that word? Like, do you like the ter- like, do you like to call yourself a social worker? And if you do, then I think that that's great. And I think that that probably means you either should have got a social work degree mm-hmm. or guess what? There's still time. You can still get one. I think that there's um- – to answer your first question is why, why do you do it? Like, why do you call yourself a social worker? I think that it has become such a norm. Okay. So like 
track with me. TV shows making you, everybody's a social worker. CBS coming is social worker. Like, and it's making it more understandable for people. We've, we've gone so far away and like stretched out the titles to make them so long for different agencies that when you Mm -hmm. go up to someone's door, you're not going to be like saying that four letter word of what your title actually is Mm -hmm. or your three letter word of what your title actually is. And you're just like, I'm a social worker with CPS because it's understandable. It's relatable, right? Mm. You want people to understand who you are, what you are, why you're here. And I get it, but I would never walk into a hospital and be in the emergency room, giving someone a bandaid and be like, I'm a registered nurse. Yeah. I'm here to fix you up. You know, I didn't earn that title of social work. I mean, of nurse, but Mm. I I specifically went to school for social work. So I'm a social worker. I got one for you. Um, If I show up to a door and I just simply say, I work at CPS. I'm a a worker from CPS. How does that sound? Uh, I still would – yeah, I would still believe what you say. Well, yeah, but I mean, does it sound scary kind of a little bit? Like, it sounds a little scary. But if I say, hi, I'm a social worker. That sounds so sweet and kind and nice. And I think that the reason – there is so much fight against this to call to, for that is because of exactly that. Being yeah. called a social worker, there is a certain connotation to that term, uh-huh. meaning that you think the person who's talking to you is going to be honest, is going to be ethical, and is going to be protective in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the core values about – Dignity and worth of a person. Relationships. Social justice. Yeah, social justice. I mean, good God. Like, there's a reason, I think, service, social justice. I had to name them out. Dignity and worth of the person. Importance of human relationships. Integrity. Competence. Those are the core values. And when I tell someone I'm a social worker, they believe that I hold those things. And if they believe I could help or harm. Like, there's something they believe about what that title means. And so for me, I get fucking fired up about it, honestly, because let's say, okay, those documentaries and the lawsuits and shit in the paper, social worker, whatever, fired, social worker, allowed this kid to be abused, child dies, social worker, social worker. I don't know. Were they a social worker or is the media using that term inappropriately? I'm going to go with the latter. Let's pretend mm-hmm. it's the latter, at least for this situation. In my opinion, that is now harming the um, the education and the future of mm-hmm. our people getting social work degrees because it's yeah. like, I don't want to be a social worker. They're always in the fucking news. Like, they're always harming the kids and they're always yeah. doing stuff. Like, so immediately, nobody wants to do that job. So I don't like that. I think it hurts our profession. In my mm-hmm. opinion, hurts our profession right away. Yeah. And like on top of that, there's certain things that we had to go through in the social work programs that kind of molded us into the people that we are today, like in the bachelors and the masters and the licensure, like mm-hmm. so much specific stuff about social code of ethics. So to social justice. I social mean, like- justice, like all the things you just named, we learned all that. It's been pounded into our head for years. And so now, you know, we go into these fields that we want to be in because we're social workers, but that's not 
that's not our title. A thousand percent. And just hold on, I got a crazy dog situation happening. Goodness. <laughs> uh, Copper wants a shout out. Um, no, so uh, I just yes, I'm so frustrated. I, I, I get frustrated just because it. It hurts my feelings, I think, in a yeah. weird way. Like, I take it so personal. And I've been told this way too many times before that I take my job way too personal. And I always joke, like, my job is the only thing I take personal. Yeah. Because this isn't just a job. And it'll never be a job because I dedicated mm-hmm. years and still dedicating years of – hold on. You you talk for a second. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like we, we chose this degree. We chose this life to be, you know, in social work, to do social work. I know when I started going to school, I wanted to emphasize everything in, in the child welfare field. Mm-hmm. So when I went into child welfare, I was totally equipped. Well, I mean, <laughs> as best as I, we could be to be yeah. equipped for that kind as of role. Yeah. But um, I never had thought about title protection until I started training and mentoring new people coming into the field. And I'm like, oh, the people that were leaving were not always social work degree holding people. Because people who obtain social work degrees have usually, hopefully, anyway, if they had a good program, because there's arguably not great programs, but mm-hmm. if they had a good one, I believed both of the ones that I went to were great programs to be, you know, to Bias. have an ego about it, to be biased. <laughs> they turned me out, right? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, where was I going with that? No, so you get your social work degree and you should at least kind of know what you want to do because usually you base your internship on it. And that's Mm -hmm. one thing that I think is really important is the types of internships that you are required to have in a social work program. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's, again, the field practicum that you do has certain standards. You can't just go work at the YMCA. Like you got to be, you supposed to be working with people that's going to help with your cultural humility. That's going to prove, you know, you, it's a lot of heart work and you do it right away. Welcome to college. Now go be a caseworker at a refugee center. There's a shout out for me. That was grad school. I worked at a refugee center. My God. like. I was not ready. It was 23, um, 23, 24, working with yeah. people from Nepal who had been in refugee camps for six, eight years. Were, I mean, so like the work that you do even before you graduate is mm-hmm. fucking wild. And it's supposed to teach you so much. Yeah. And just the standards are so high. And so in my opinion, it just hurts the future of social, of social work. work. Yeah. And I, I mean, the first female congressperson was a social worker. And so I think, like, I truly think that the future is social work, but it, it you have to have a certain amount of, yeah. you have accountability. One of my favorite judges mm-hmm. used to be a social worker. Love it. And she, like, you could just tell the difference between someone who was a social worker, has that foundation, Mm -hmm. goes into a different field. You know, I have a couple of attorney friends who started out in social work, were Mm -hmm. social workers, got Mm -hmm. their bachelor's in social work. And then they're like, you know what? I want to do something more. And then they became attorneys for like Mm -hmm. criminals and child welfare and things like that. And it's like, you can tell that those people have some sort of 
yeah. foundational knowledge. Yeah. I think it's just, I think it's a very complex um, situation for people to work at a social service profession and be called a social worker because that does probably feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it softens your job no matter what, right? It softens. It does. It softens it. Softens it in a good way. Like, let's say um, the reality of adult protective services, let's say. Um, People might knock at a door, you know, in Northern California and say, I'm a social worker from APS and I'm here to help you. No. I'm here. What they are here for is to investigate elder abuse. Mm-hmm. Is, is the consequence and the end of that potentially helpful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, in the social work protection – or uh, not social work protection. In the social work ethical job and for us, that job is about service and mm-hmm. justice and the dignity and worth of that person. Like we are required to focus yeah. on those things. I mean, I remember my grad program – Ran, I didn't bring up this question, but I remember the, the professor was a clinician and I think he was in charge of a substance treatment facility mm-hmm. and he would talk to us about the crazy shit that would go on all the time. And somebody had asked like, oh my God, why don't you call the police on like just something random? And yeah. he was like, oh, I'm a social worker. And she was like, yeah, but if they're drunk or if they're high and he's like, I mean, calling the police would be the last resort of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was difficult even back then for me to understand because, you know, you assume the police are just going to come to make sure everyone's safe, but that's not yeah. really why they come either. They come to potentially mm-hmm. see if any laws are being broken and then to arrest someone if they are. And so he had to explain to us, like, if you're in danger, yeah, you have to call the police because mm-hmm. you can't be in danger. But yeah. my goal is not to get my clients arrested, but that is the goal of certain jobs. Yeah. Certain jobs where people call themselves social workers is what I will say. Yep. It's so it's it's a tough it's a tough topic because I mean it's gonna be years and years in legislation trying to advocate for this type of title protection. But can you imagine all these programs having to redefine and and like change their language? Like well, when you I go think- knock on a door, is it gonna be I am a social worker when it's not true? You're not a social worker, you're your well, four letter yeah, word. Like, the individual obviously will probably call themselves whatever they want for forever. Um, but or, it's an organizational structure. Yeah. And I mean, some of, some of it really, some places don't have to change anything. They just have to start, stop unofficially using certain terms. Yeah. But honestly, I think it'd be better for other places. Like, um, I mean, I'm, my entire doctorate, pro, pro, um, my entire doctorate, project is kind of about this, honestly. So I don't want to get too into it because, you know, I don't want to spill spill all the secrets right away. But there's a different way. It doesn't have to be um, social work. Like, for instance, a couple episodes ago, we talked about COVID and hazmat pay, hazmat pay, hazard pay, hazard pay, hazard pay during that situation. Well, potentially, if that group of people who wanted hazard pay had like grouped together and defined themselves as first responders yeah. or um, or protective workers, a protective agency versus calling themselves social workers when they're not because they're not in that unison of that group, 
potentially would that have had more firepower of we're first mm-hmm. responders, we need yeah. hazard pay? I think so. But so if you're I just know gonna- that a lot of us were willing to take on that title of first responder when we were out there doing investigations. Yeah, because you are. Are we taking that title away from somebody else? Nope. You're just adding it to you. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, because that's the reality of what you do. Yeah. Not every social worker is a first responder and they wouldn't call themselves that because not every mm-hmm. social work job is in that role. If I put out a fire <sighs> in my house, I'm not a firefighter. <laughs> That's funny. If I do citizen's arrest, I'm not a cop. (laughs) That's awesome. If I press charges against somebody, like, personally, I'm not a lawyer. I should have gone to law school. I I really wanted to. I almost did, actually. I feel like most social workers I know did – it is – they say that same thing. I – don't have it in – wait, can I find it? Hold on. I don't have it in front of me. I I was looking it up the other day for a paper. and it was a statistic that made me kind of sad, actually. Uh, well, is this it? Hold on. I think I have it, actually. Oh, fuck. There it is. Um, in the state of California, let's just review it. What year is this from? Oh, it's winter 2017. So maybe it's a little more. But it was um, the newest that I could find. Because, you know, these things are ho- they're so hard to find. Uh, but. Total child welfare service staff. Because, again, state of California is not going to call them social workers. You want to know how many there were in 2017? Uh, Let's do line case workers, not supervisors. Line case workers. 9,992. To service the entire population of California? Can you have a fuck? Wild. Is that wild? Case workers. 9,992. Out of that... Do you want to know how many held master's in social work degrees? How many? 2,000, which is pretty so good. They had... It's about 20%. So 20% wow. of the state has a master's in social work. Uh, the, the people that are not the of protective the of, the, of the CPS, of the, but that's the, yeah. Social that was in 2017, staff. and it probably has changed significantly since 2017. Uh, has it? Be because less? there's a. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> the step with the staffing crisis that the less whole state is going through. I would. I don't know if it's less or yeah. It's either less or probably the same because usually these numbers go up. So maybe it's like this similar. Uh, only 800 uh, line case workers with bachelors of social work. So it's like almost dwindling away. It's almost 30 percent are educated social workers. Mm-hmm. so yeah that's i well, mean i just we're getting there but and, and the thing is for some agencies i truly believe that a lot of different degrees are super necessary yeah for sure like for uh, protective agencies like adult for kids and adults or social or for substance use all those things like those different um educations i think are great because a social worker is going to focus on this Criminal justice is going to focus mm-hmm. on this. Like there's just – I think, you know, the all tides raise boats kind of thing. I think it's necessary. But yeah. I don't want them all to be referred to as a social worker. That's my difference is I want them all to work there. I think and they I, should. Yeah. I think it's all po- – it's possible that all of them have – it's possible it is. It is that everybody has something to add and everybody can do that type of position. Mm-hmm. 
with all the different roles within an agency, but like certain education, referring to yeah. yourself as something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And then that, I think that kind of, it hurts our feelings. Okay. Well, I think because most people <laughs> who get social work degrees, it's not, well, I mean, it's not a job. You went into a specific program in college because you had a true desire for whatever reason it may be, mm-hmm. and in your mind to help you. I think we talked a lot about it last time. Yeah. Maybe you have that savior complex. Maybe you were the what are those kids of adult or adult kids of alcoholics and who turn uh-huh. they, who they turn into be like the golden child or oh, yeah. you're the one that uh, the peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. Like I know so many. I remember people in my program. When they asked us back in the day, like, why do you want to be a social worker? The amount of people. I want to help people. Well, that was me, girl. That was me. I want to save the world. Like, I don't know what say. I still don't know what saved means. But um, the amount of people that I heard say shit like, I had a shitty social worker when I was a kid. That's why. Or I've seen shitty social Mm -hmm. work. Like, it was this negative opinion. Yeah. On whatever, so in quotes, whatever social worker they had in their life. Um, and so they wanted to do more, do better. Yeah. And my question immediately is, did they actually have a social worker? Oh, boy. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> well, I mean, <sighs> this is a huge topic for social, work, social I we workers. Could go off, I mean, yeah. it's definitely something in the works in NASW. They feel strongly about it and advocating for it. And I get it. I get it. I'm not a firefighter because I put a fire out in my house. Yeah. It's just, to me, it's it's so deep within the code of ethics, within the discipline of what we learned. I mean, d- let me brag about my program back in the day, my undergrad specifically, because, you know, masters, you go into like theories and it's like way higher level of learning. But in mm-hmm. your bachelor's, it's all it's super micro social work, right? You're learning about like people. It's very mixed between sociology and psychology. Mm-hmm. It's not just who they are, but why they are um, and how they get here kind of thing. And my right. favorite my favorite thing about social work is starting where people are and you have to understand, you know, what they've been through to be where they are to see how they can get somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I remember reading this book. Damn it. I don't know the name of it, but it was learning about the Hmong people. and um, there this one specific story and these doctors who were trying to help this little child and these parents that they just couldn't communicate with and i think they had like mm-hmm. a shitty translator and it was bad but um just within this one story and learning about it and then like having significant conversations in class that changed my perspective so much mm-hmm. on how just super English speaking Americans speak to any immigrant because you'll say, and I, and be, and then I worked at a refugee center. So then after that, because I'd read this book and learned this in my undergrad, mm-hmm. I changed every way of just how I would speak to certain people. And I yeah. remember asking questions. And if my clients at the refugee center would be like, yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, okay, shaking their head. I'd be like, hold on. And then I'd Do remember this story and I'd, yeah. and I'd, we'd go back and I'd be like, no, 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 you tell me what I said. You tell me how to do it. And they didn't know, but it was that immediate like fear and embarrassment. Like I get embarrassed when somebody asks me and I don't know. Imposter syndrome, you know, Mm -hmm. we feel that humiliation. And that taught me, that specific time in that program taught me so much just based off of one lesson. Yeah. And in that one lesson, it changed my whole practice 
is that a common sense kind of thing and probably how I should have been anyway? Yeah, but I was 22. You have to learn those skills. Yeah. If, you're not, if you're not presented with those opportunities or those skills, you're never going to learn them. And most people don't. And so mm-hmm. like getting into a social service, you know, position, you have to have some of those skills. Yeah. I've you know? watched people hand somebody a consent form. When and not explain it. No, not just that. Oh, it's worse. I've watched people hand a Spanish-speaking only client an English form. And, and they've mm-hmm. like exp- they've been like, this is just says blah, blah, blah. Like, whoa, no, no, no. This is illegal. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but did they know that it was illegal? No. No. <laughs> no. But I did. And my ethical code said, we can't do this. <laughs> that does say that. It does say that. You have to try to figure out how to give them informed consent in any type of platform that'll make them understand. Yeah. And I mean, not just that, but hand in you know, non-English speaking people, yeah. any English form, what the fuck you think this is going to do? <laughs> you just handed them something to throw away. Yeah. And you just handed them something to throw away because this <laughs> means nothing. Let me hand you a form in a different language and see what you want to exactly. do with it. <laughs> well, that <sighs> wraps up our topic for today. Title protection. Yeah. Apologies um, for hurt feelings completely. Well, I mean, I feel like we were pretty much telling the truth on this one so i tried my best um, i just yeah my plug would say wait i have a plug my plug plug? for people with bachelor's and master's in social work is that they need to join the fight and join the nasw (laughs) if you're not a member of the nasw you truly are missing out on a lot of the great things that they do yeah every every association is is what you make it and i i do love that association but i'm heavy on like the uh what's what's that board uh, what board? Uh, not the not. A, I don't know if it's called a board, but it's like where we talk to people, where we talk to each other. I get the emails. Oh I respond yeah, to people. discussion board. Discussion board. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because it's a group, you know. Like you got to be with people and you got to talk, and you know, yeah. It's all about you know. No, what is the schoolhouse? Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Power to. Oh people. my gosh! All right. Well, okay. signing out for today. Goodbye, Clinties. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's topic. If you want to stay in the loop of anything new and exciting happening with this crazy duo, be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Clinically Impressed. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to stay connected, stay hydrated, and always practice safe social work. Come on.